Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. election live version of coffee and pendulce and and, uh, we have a little election hangover it looks like uh, especially with my partner in crime over here Christian Cano but it is a live version for the second Wednesday of the month actually we're already on uh, November 9th and the first full week of November so we got turkey day coming up but before we talk about those turkeys uh, we're going to be talking about the turkeys from last night, you know. Um, 
a lot of disappointments on both sides. Um, I don't think there was a blue wave or a red wave, and we'll no. get more into that. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing, Christian? Good morning, sleepyhead. I, as you can see, <laughs> as you can see, I am, um, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm but so you know sorry. But you actually look a little younger when you're tired. Of you. I don't know if it's because it looks like you went out on a rave last night, or you it's know, uh, it's it's the puffy eyes, the the yeah. uh, you know the the Tell yeah. Like, I'm I'm so sorry. Uh, um, you know, I I this is um, but we continue. You know, we it's our 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 two hundred nineteenth continuous show. So thank you to Jenny. We uh, pulled it off this morning. I. Uh, full disclosure, we were going to tape last night, then we decided not to, we were going to, anyway, make a long story short, I stayed up really late watching, and I, uh, you're feeling so, it now, I'm feeling um, it now, yeah, I'm not 25 anymore, so, uh, no. yes, as Jenny said, yes, yeah, Jenny said, good morning, everyone, welcome to Coffee and Pondusa, I'm Christian Kane, one of your co-hosts, along with Jenny Gum, Barb Bacon, unfortunately, um, uh, was going to be joining us this morning, and I, I have messed everyone's schedule up. We want to thank everyone who's joining us on Facebook Live. We're actually live. And those who are going to join us also on YouTube. And then also the thousands who are going to be joining us on your favorite audio podcast platform. So uh, since I'm going to have to do some editing here, we'll figure out how we're going to do this. And this is going to be a a shorter show. Uh, Thank you, Jenny. What are your first thoughts waking up this morning? Well, you know, we do a lot of the results last night. and We're down to the last races in the house and the senate that are going to be too close to call in a couple sure. of the house races are probably going to have to go to some sort of i mean there may be a court case or two um but but all in all it looks like the republicans are on track to take back the house um, yeah. most likely. um the democrats will probably keep the senate Mm-hmm. Or at least it'll be fifty fifty. At the very at the raw minimum it'll probably end up being fifty fifty. Sure. Uh, there's probably gonna be a runoff in Georgia. It, it's yeah. all the votes have been counted in Georgia and it's neither one is just, they're just under fifty percent um with Warnock sure. leading. So um a couple interesting uh, things that have happened. Of course, Bubbert lost her seat, um, which that's, is that's when I went to bed. That was. That's why uh, I stayed up. The Twitter is blowing up with the before and after picture. The before picture shows like it looks like a country music rock concert. You know, they're just all excited and smiles, and then they get their heads down, looking all somber (laughs) in the after picture. And people are 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 here for it. You know, um, probably one of the most hated Republican House of Representatives and just an unhinged family. Sure. And the jokes going around, Bobert should have supported extended unemployment. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let me let me tell you. I know this is going to be a shorter show, but that's that's when I went to bed, and that's why I stayed up. I saw Fetterman won, which is a huge victory because we picked up one seat. Uh, you know, those who are watching right now, technically, we're I think they they've called forty eight to forty eight. Uh, exactly what uh, Jenny said. And when that happened, and then I saw that Boebert was about to lose. And I was like, no way, because remember, uh, Dr. B spent the pretty much all summer long at his son's house in Colorado in Boebert's district. And he, Dr. B was actually supporting 
the uh, long shot Democrat, because this was like a heavily Republican uh, area. And I was like, you know what? If anything, if I can just see Bobert lose th- and, and Fetterman win, it will be a victory because they did not regain the, uh, a supermajority here in North Carolina, which is huge. Uh, yeah. And when I would, yeah, when I went to but bed, we held I was that. like, but yeah. we, ha- we only hold that by one seat, so yes, um, we 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 have to make sure we keep all of our people in the house, in see house, exactly. uh, healthy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Give them some yes, vitamin D shots exactly. And, you know, yes. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, stay, you know, maybe wear some masks and mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, <laughs> eat all their eat all their veggies because uh, sure. including some crudites from Doctor Oz. Yeah. I but we we definitely it's a, the narrowest of margins here in North Carolina, you know, sure. and, then, and then when we focus on North Carolina here in a minute, yeah. um, obviously there's there's a lot to talk about. Uh, North Carolina have if you're a Democrat, we had some good successes, um, especially locally, and then and then we had you know, of course, a huge disappointment with um, the Senate race. Sure, it was a yeah. very winnable Senate race, so mm-hmm. you know it has to be talked about. North Carolina Democrats are going to have to figure some things out going yeah. forward in the next mm-hmm. two years, um, like ASAP. So, so, so let's start off with uh, let's start off with the national race, Jen. I mean, uh, DeSantis won Florida. Uh, what I mean, Abbott won, you know, Texas. Uh, pretty much everyone Georgia. that was, yeah. And so, what what are your thoughts about those races? Well, I mean, we're not surprised. I mean, you know, we're we're familiar with Florida, Georgia, and Texas. You know, we're, Georgia's you know a pretty close neighbor to North Carolina to the south, yeah. so we kind of know that mentality down there. And it's it's a you know the rural areas are so dominated by Republican politics. It's it's hard for the metro areas to make up for that kind of stupidity. Sure, and Kemp has just got the power. Mm-hmm. You know, he he limits the amount of polling places that, that the metropolitan mm-hmm. areas can have, and and you know you can't can't even imagine how many people probably got turned away. Probably, sure. you know, he every every election cycle he takes people off the voting rolls i don't know probably how many he took off this year yeah and well you got a history of voter suppression hey everyone thank you so much for watching our coffee and conducive show every week don't forget you can watch us visually on our video podcast platforms on facebook and youtube but you can also listen to us on your favorite audio podcast platforms like apple amazon iHeartRadio. Uh, Spotify, and all of the other ones that uh, all, your favorite, well, whatever your favorite is. Once again, thank you for watching us on Coffee with Hadusi. We'll dance out. And a Republican dominance there for so mm-hmm. long. It is hard to lose. Yeah. And that, the same way with Texas, you know, their Secretary of State takes, I mean, in 2018, they took 155,000 Texans, predominantly Democrats, off the voter mm-hmm. rolls. In September and October of 2018, um, yeah. which definitely has an influence. I mean, 155,000 people off, and even if they all, the majority of them scramble to get back on, which they don't. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's that kind of stuff that 
undermines democracy. And then, of course, you know, DeSantis was doing all kinds of crazy things, too. And I, mm-hmm. I think these three governors are a sign of what's wrong with our democracy. Um, okay. But all those states need term limits. Yeah. Uh, they, they need a lot of election reform. And I mm-hmm. think it should be a federal law. You can't take people off voting rolls until they're dead. Yeah. I mean, from a positive standpoint, I know you and I talk about this kind of like off camera a lot, but it, it, in, in a positive standpoint, you know, looking at it like it from a half glass full, you know, the crazier Texas gets, the crazier Florida gets, it, in kind of a bizarre way, it kind of helps us nationally because, uh, you know what? If, if Florida wants to elect a crazier governor, it not only does it help us because the people in Florida, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, hey, listen, this is your governor. If you want to elect someone who does not uh, is not encouraging people to move to your state, that's your business. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it, it makes a, it makes a state like North Carolina, New York, California look saner. And that's a great point because you, yeah. you saw um, for the first time in 32 years, the, the Democrats got the majority of the Michigan State House, for example. Yes. Mm-hmm. We saw Maryland and Massachusetts. Maryland? Elect de- Democrat. A governor. A Democratic yeah, governor. Two, de- two brand new Democratic governors who were former Republicans. And, and, yes. And so you're seeing states look at. California that has had great success with their governor, Democratic governor, mm-hmm. and uh, they got budget surpluses. They're running better than ever. He's helping the regular person. Uh, California is not is grown economically faster than it ever has under mm-hmm. under Governor Newsom. Uh, I think he's showing a pathway to Democratic victory. Yeah. Is that Governor Newsom does a really good job of messaging. So when he went up against crazy Larry Elder and all the mm-hmm. other mouth breather magas trying to take him out in a special election, he obliterated them, you know, yeah. and won 68% of the vote, which is an insane number for a governor in a mm-hmm. big state like that. Like they weren't even competitive and they were spreading all kinds of lies about him. But because Governor Newsom has been so consistent on his messaging and mm-hmm has had great success. I mean, you you know, so he's managed the economy of California very well. He's been very innovative and he's been willing to take risk, you know, risk that have paid off. And it has been a huge boon for California and Mm -hmm. versus, you know, I think eventually his antics in Texas and Florida for sure will eventually catch up to them. Um, it, It may may have to cost some more lives and it may have to come to some economic ruin for both of those states for people to take it serious. But I think if our economy does go down, like Mm -hmm. some people in the banking industry are trying to almost force a bear market, Texas and Florida could be in trouble. They could be in trouble. There's a lot of people not bringing new businesses to Mm -hmm. Texas because of the ability of the energy, energy, industry and a lot of other things so i think i don't know you know it's 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 
it's going to do one or two things. It's going to get a mass exodus out of Texas and Florida, which mm-hmm. is a possibility. You've already seen a mass exodus of teachers leaving yes. the state of Florida mm-hmm. or going into other industries. They're just saying, this ain't worth it anymore. I mean, yeah. the sexuality Gestapo coming in saying you can't talk about gay things. You, mm-hmm. you, 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 LGBT teachers obviously don't feel welcome in the state of Florida anymore. So they, you know, they can go on to other states and there's so many states that need teachers. It's yes. not like they have to scramble for a job if they want to stay in education. Mm-hmm. And there's so many education industry things where you don't have to be in a classroom. You can work for a book company. You can, there's, you know, you could go up to the college level. There's so many other workarounds. Uh, you could be a professional tutor that some people go, maybe this is the time just to get out of the industry. Yeah. Right? And now there's 50,000 teachers short in Florida mm-hmm. because of crazy DeSantis. Well, so, uh, so, so let's kind of move back to where we live uh, in North Carolina, which was, uh, I, I know you and I attended a victory party uh, yeah. for uh, uh, at least my house uh, state uh Representative, which was a he, he just pounced his, his competition, yeah, uh, and I knew I, I know that. Yeah, yes, yes, and That's I know that uh, before I went. Yeah, before I went to bed, uh, our governor tweeted that uh, we did hold the line, uh, and uh, so I mean I haven't actually seen the numbers, but it looks like we did prevent the supermajority from occurring, which would would have which would have been devastating for us here in North Carolina. So, what are your thoughts about here in North Carolina? Well, first of all, congratulations to friend of the show and just a wonderful leader, Brandon Lofton. And, yes. And him and his wife uh, are just two gracious, amazing human beings. I'm, I'm proud to have them representing the, you know, not only the city of Charlotte, but representing us in, in Raleigh and the state house. Um, mm-hmm. Just, just, you know, great character. There's a reason why. He's been elected and reelected three total times. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't imagine that district without him. Um, you yeah. know, unless he goes on for a higher office. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he 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 is he is what's right with North Carolina politics. If you look at yes, a Brandon Law, exactly. he he should be a prototype of the type of leader that we should be grooming and looking to um, amplify people sure. like that. Um, he he, uh, I think he runs. He runs a really good campaign. He he always puts together a really good team, which is, you know, the candidate sets the tone for the for the for the team. You know, and yes. you, you just look at the way he talks and carries himself. Um, you can see why he wins. You know, mm-hmm. you know, being in his presence, he's very. He's got a nice mix of humbleness. Mm-hmm. Versus a very, a very, a very, his words mean something. He doesn't say exactly. a lot. Yeah. But what he says carries a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's great to see a representative like that going up to Raleigh to represent us. Um, you know, and, you know, locally, uh, we had a lot of good wins. Yes. Uh, you know, we, we held the majority uh, uh, on the uh, Mecklenburg County Commission. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. we made sure wackos like you know Matt Ridenhauer did not like. I mean, I mean, he has no. Business. He got he got, tr- he got trounced. He, he got, got trounced I mean, by Laura Meyer. He got yeah, trounced. That's what happens yes. when you lie. 
That's what happens yeah. when you lie. It, it, is you know, crooked ass Matt Ridenhauer is sitting there lying about stuff about Laura Meyer and spreading all these crazy conspiracy theories mm-hmm. and sicking the Mom for Liberty's crowd on her and just blowing up. And to her credit, mm-hmm. she didn't have a habit of deleting the deals. Unlike Matthew Ridenhauer, when I went on to correct something that he lied about, he deleted yeah. me and dropped me out of uh, out of the out of being able to follow his thing, he bounced oh. me out because mm-hmm. he's a coward. And Snowflake. Saw, the, next time, the next time I see him, I'll say, hey, cool. that wasn't cool. I'm, hey, I'm going It's going to get yeah. really confrontational. Yeah. Um, you know, so if you're listening to the show, Matthew Rodenhauer, <laughs> you know, dude, don't be a wuss. Yeah. Don't, be, yeah. don't be scared of a, of, a, of a trans girl, you know, mm-hmm. telling you the truth. Maybe you should grow up and tell the truth. I don't know. Yeah, but you made a very good point. Val, you know, mm-hmm. she yeah. held her seat. Yes. Um, which are two people who voted to fund the CMS schools when the other people in the room were adults. Sure. These two women held the line and took a lot of flack for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I'm proud of them, and they deserve to be reelected. If, well, I, if, there, if, if, if I was going to point to two things. Sure. That those two ladies deserve to be elected for one, they've been a really good ally to the LGBT community, mm-hmm. um, and two, they 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 did the right thing and voted yes to fund fully fund the schools on the first vote, and mm-hmm. um, they did what they were supposed to do. They're legally obligated yeah. just to fund the schools. They're not there to debate or hold the money over you know the CMS's head. So you know. Yeah, so so I mean, and, and that's um, I'm, not, I'm not sure how else to say this, but this went a lot better than I expected. I was I was nervously concerned as we went into last night. I was prepared oh, yeah. for I was prepared for maybe some uh, some uh, uh, because, for example, here in where we live in, in Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, our school district, the two Republicans that we know are Republicans, lost their seats in the school board. The, uh, 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 the Lisa Klein, who is a Republican, and who probably is, uh, uh, she avoided the Moms for Liberty people because she knew how much that would hurt her, and she well, won. So, so, oh, so oh, I need to all correct of them, that. Okay. I think she didn't publicly embrace them you know, show yeah. the, the endorsement. I think what sure. they did is clearly she's a Moms for Liberty yeah. candidate. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't you can't be running for a school board and and be a Repu- you know a registered Republican, sure, and not be a Moms for Liberty. Yes, like she's going to have to prove by her actions that she's exactly. not. I think she's yeah. a wacko too. She's just able to contain the wackiness a little bit better. Sure. But mm-hmm. we'll see when she gets in office. <laughs> exactly. And that, that, exactly. That, that's kind of what I was saying. So the good news is, of all the school board members, school board members, she's the only she, my what I can have a feeling that's going to happen is she's going to be the the what the Sean Strand was, what the other lady, the Rhonda Cheek was, who they and they lost. Yeah. So in a way, that's a good news. We didn't get anyone uh, like Matthew Ridenhauer on our county commission. 
Uh, we were able to maintain the uh, prevent the supermajority here in North Carolina. So for us that live in North Carolina, this was actually a better night than what I thought. Nationally, oh. they were expecting a wave, the red Republican wave. They did not get it. It was if when they if they win the the, the uh, Congress, the House, it's going to be by three or four votes. It's not going to yeah. be about forty votes they thought before. And so in many ways, it, like if there was a best case scenario, this was the best case scenario. I mean, well, it, uh, and for a sitting president in a midterms, this is, will be if it goes the way it's pre, you know predicted to go. You know, on these last few, you know, uh, seats being filled, sure, it'll be the best outcome for a sitting first-term president. Yes, in decades. Yes, um, and and so better than a, what what happened to Obama, um, mm-hmm. way better than Trump in twenty eighteen. Yes, you know, near the woman, mm-hmm. they got obliterated by forty seats. It was a massive. Yeah. A massive blue wave in 2018 that took the house back um, and retired that speaker. And um, of course, he was retiring anyway. I think he was before he got caught in too many problems. You know, he had some other scandals Mm -hmm. going on too. Mm -hmm. He had some issues as well. So it's it seems to be the role of the house when the Republicans have a speaker of the house. They seem to always get in trouble. You know, yeah. Uh, not quite as bad as this Hassard in his pedophile history, but <laughs> but 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 you know anyway, um, it's it's definitely already being said that Biden won, mm-hmm. even if he loses the House, yes, which is most likely. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll keep the Senate. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll do two years of battling it out and gridlock and compromise. But I think, I think overall. You know, he'll still be able to do all the federal confirmations. We'll still have the Senate. Sure. Yes. Uh, and which but, 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 don't, but don't you think? But don't you think, Jen? This was. I mean, what were your feelings going in? I mean, I mean, we all. I thought we are, are, are positive it. people. I, I thought just the half a billion dollars that the Republican Party spent on TV ads mm-hmm. in October alone was one of the ugliest, most heinous uses of political money. Ted Budd spent like $50 million in the last six weeks on TV ads. Sure, he had no chance. You know, Mm -hmm. when you can dump an eight-figure sum in a Senate race for one state, shoot. Lou's lucky he was that close because he just yeah. had ads running toward him four seven lying about her and just sure. completely he's a complete and utter fraud and a and, mm-hmm. a and a thief himself. Yeah, he screwed over North Carolina farmers as a documented fact. Mm-hmm. And she's done nothing but be just a fabulous, you know, uh, justice, you know, Supreme Court justice, and just a good human being. And Ted Budd's just an absolute piece of shit. And, so what uh, do you think? Yeah. So what? What do you think? The fact that he's uh, going to represent the state for six yeah. years is, is a, a political crime, mm-hmm. honestly. So you know, so what? 
What do you think, uh, let's kind of hone down back to North Carolina, because nationally, as you mentioned, I mean, we're probably not going to find out for a couple of days who's going to win the Senate. The House is eventually going to probably go to the Republicans. Right now, they have 199 seats. They need 218 in uh, in the Senate. It's tied 48-48. Right now, they've called. So what do you think here in North Carolina, what do you think that we have to do? Because it seems like we are one of the states that have become the firewall for preventing the nation from going crazy. Well, on the positive, locally, we had Alma retain her seat again. Yes. um, Uh One by a massive margin. And the grand dom of of, of, uh, North Carolina politics just keeps on rolling on. Um, you know, and, and, and you just got to love it. And, and, and I love mm-hmm. her hat collection. So, uh, <laughs> and it's just, just, you know, just a prime example of what can be achieved. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got brand new rookie Jeff Jackson, just won yep. a brand new scene. Um, new seat. Hopefully he'll be in that seat a long time. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, that makes it interesting because that adds another democratic seat. Uh, mm-hmm. Not only in the uh, national house, but it it evens up the mixture of of Democrats and Republicans that represent the state of North Carolina. And Jeff Jackson ran a phenomenal, almost flawless he campaign. He, yep. he, he I, I know this is going to be painful for you to talk about. Um, <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have a little moment of silence here in a minute. Um, but I think he, I think he hit. Yeah the ugliness of his opponent very mm-hmm. well and the sketchiness yeah and um and then just left it alone he he he, yeah. he pushed on the gas and then let up pushed on the gas and he, he obviously the, the the seat was like democrats plus five mm-hmm. so it was his seat to lose sure. but the best thing about jeff this is really the first time he ran for the house of representatives for for yeah. the national congress mm-hmm. Whatever he learned running against Sherry Beasley in the Senate mm-hmm. race early yep. on seemed to refine his message. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like he did all the right things. Because essentially, if he didn't fuck up real bad, if he didn't pull yep. you know, just a really stupid thing like sexting somebody or anything yep. like that, mm-hmm. and he ran a solid campaign, he was going to win. Well, and that—that's I, I agree with you, Jen, and and, and I, I I was uh, exactly you kind of exactly said so. Ted Budd and the person that Jeff Jackson ran against are not that different type of individuals, correct? And so the fact that Sherry Beasley ran the way she ran and Jeff ran the way he ran was almost a template. Was this is how you can beat someone like Ted Budd? Is you have to attack, but you have to attack like a Democrat. Well, but the only, I, think, I, think, I think the only difference yeah. to be share, fair to Sherry yeah. is that when she had the equal amount of money with an opponent, mm-hmm. like her versus Joss, sure. she can out on top. Okay. She had an underfunded Supreme Court justice run, but the Democrats gave her very little money to run on. She only lost by yeah. four votes. Mm-hmm. But her opponent didn't have much more money. Yes. But you can't beat fifty million dollars in six weeks. Yeah. I don't give a shit who you are. Had Sherry had the more money, mm-hmm. and she not got if she got a big old 
sugar daddy loan from mm-hmm. some big Democratic donor like Steven Spielberg or something like this. Yeah. Graduate check for $50 million, go for it. Mm-hmm. Sherry would be our senator right now. You can't, you literally could not look at any media and not see a TV ad or a radio. Like he, he so blitzed um, the airwaves. You can't compete with that. And, and, and okay. that, 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 the, I was surprised it was that close for her because sure. he just kept chopping and chopping mm-hmm. and chopping. And you saw her go from being ahead in the polls to behind in the polls. Yeah. And, and just the, just the, you, you, that kind of messaging for the rank and mm-hmm. file voter, the voter that just doesn't know any better. Yeah. Completely controlled the narrative. I mm-hmm. think that was one problem with Sherry Beasley's that she didn't run the race she needed to run. Yeah. And so in some of the messaging, I think I think she tried to run a law and order campaign when the Democratic yeah. Party's not considered a law and order party. Yeah. And I think she didn't talk about Governor Cooper's history of creating jobs and stability. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think she needed to run a different. I think she got too worried about answering Ted Bud's wild accusations that weren't true. Yes. Yeah. That it should have talked about the prosperity. Mm-hmm. I think them hitting Ted Bud on his crooked past was great. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think it's going to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. That's not gonna, going, that's not going to stop. Yeah. Because the thing that Jeff Jackson did really well is going, Let's just keep this going. Sure. The greater Charlotte area and Gaston County, which is really mm-hmm. just West Charlotte mm-hmm. in many ways. Um, up next is Two Queers in a Truck with Jenny and Christian. And hope you guys tune in. We'll see you in about 15 to 20 minutes. Thank you. Uh, the great success of this area he can run on. Mm-hmm. He's been a part of it. And so, well, and so I think, I think. And Sherry has been too, but Sherry, for mm-hmm. whatever reason, kind of divorced herself from she should have really run on, hey, since Governor Cooper's taken over mm-hmm. in 2017, mm-hmm. we calmed the social politics down. We got back to business. Sure. Let's roll up our sleeves and run on that. Yep. And that's what Jeff ran on. And I think it was one of the two planks that he ran on. And I think... Yep. Jeff said, let's not fuck it up by electing a Republican, yeah. more mm-hmm. or less, without naming yes. the Republican. And yeah. I think if Sherry would have ran on that and ran on the historical significance mm-hmm. of her winning mm-hmm. and representing all all North Carolinians and it just had had a little bit broader, more inclusive message, mm-hmm. I think she just, I think she played defense too long. And I, just put I, people I, to yeah. sleep. Her, yeah, I, I her campaign was not electric. Yeah, and I can. Yeah, I am hard pressed to even remember a Harrigan commercial. Sure. Whereas I remember Jeff's commercials and the jet ski yes. commercials. Just, yes. Just, exactly. It was just yes. funny. You know, it was. It was, and, and it was. It was funny, but it was a slam on. Yeah, it was funny, and it was a slam on the the uh, 
uh, the the corruption and and the kind of the hypocrisy yeah. of his opponent. You know, yeah. So and it, you know, having a guy in a suit on a jet ski mm-hmm. flying around a lake and he points mm-hmm. back to it, yeah, to the house. You know, the fancy mm-hmm. lake house. And the fact that he didn't even live in District Fourteen, and yeah. he just suddenly it was really a subtle cutting mm-hmm. message, mm-hmm. but still being kind of folksy, still being kind yeah. of. Yeah, you know, I'm just Jeff. I'm just Jeff. Yeah. Just so, to... so, hey, listen, we're, we're, we're uh, you know, we're gonna keep this short. We're gonna end here uh, so we can uh, get ready for your show. Uh, oh, okay. But uh, uh, I, I'm gonna say something and tell me what you think about this. I hope that Sherry Beasley, who is kind of a generation of kind of the way uh, of Democrats here, the next wave of kind of new Democrats is Jeff Jackson. And I hope Jeff Jackson has has shown people that you can run uh, like that and win. It seemed like Sherry Beasley was like Cynthia Wallace was like uh, kind of the uh, the, the generation of yeah yeah. It, it was almost like she ran like a white woman. I mean, I don't know how else to say that. No, but, but, but I don't think she ran like a white woman. I think she ran scared. It's yes. scared money. Scared. The old saying is, yes. "Scared money is lost money." Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Got to play aggressive. Yes. And Dan McCready, mm-hmm. um, Cynthia Wallace. Yeah. Now Sherry Beasley all mm-hmm. ran scared. Yes. And they didn't do it in their primaries. So mm-hmm. that's what's so weird. So when Sherry Beasley went up against Jeff, she was uber aggressive. Exactly. Gets up against a Republican and a very problematic, very beatable Republican, mm-hmm. and plays defense the whole time. I'm like, girl, you can't play exactly. defense unless you're just way ahead. Like you could do it if yes. you're MTG, and yes, in you, your and your district is seventy percent Republican, exactly. and so yeah. they literally MTG is like the proverbial dog with the note. It, mm-hmm. She just go out there as long as she's breathing. And legally yes. alive, she's going to win that seat. Yes, uh, and definition of legally alive at MTGs <laughs> debatable, but but, yeah. but but here we are in retail politics twenty twenty two. But mm-hmm. Sherry ran a little bit too much like a front runner, yes, or an incumbent. She yes. ran a campaign because neither one of them were incumbents. Neither one of them sure. were sitting in that seat, and they yeah. both had to be aggressive. I wanted mm-hmm. to see more folksiness. I wanted to see more down to earth. Yes. I mm-hmm. think she ran too much as a Supreme Court justice. I think it should yes. have been talked about. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I wanted to see a little bit more the fun side to her. I yes, to, exactly. I wanted, well, that, to, I, I wanted to see some of that yeah. tongue-in-cheek stuff that Jeff did. Yeah. I wanted yes. to see some of the stuff that Fetterman did. And, yes. you know, last night, again... Throwing the shade, he's, he's serving up crudites at his 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 yeah. uh, you know his after party, his winning party. Uh, uh, it, if you look at, I think Fetterman and Jeff Jackson showed that you could run as a Democrat, talk about the success of the Democratic Party and mm-hmm. being the star, the party of stability and common sense, and still be aggressive. Yes, and still, yeah. it's still run like you're running uphill the whole time mm-hmm. and that you're not coasting. Fetterman mm-hmm. barely took any days off, even with a stroke. Sure. And, and trounced Dr. Oz mm-hmm. with Dr. Oz's immense 
resources. Sure. Sherry, she knowing that they were going to throw the kitchen sink mm-hmm. into Bud's campaign, had she run differently, yeah, I think she'd be our senator right now. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I possibly, I don't know. He threw a lot of fucking money at him. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, it, well, like I mean, a lot. So, so we we we're going to wrap up here so we can uh, get into yours and um, uh, it, so. Uh, kind of what I said when we started the show, this is the best case scenario that I think we could have had. It could have been so much worse. And, you know, for those who live in Florida, maybe that they may not feel it at this exact moment. For those who live in Texas, they, they may not feel that. But around the country, the election deniers, almost 97% of them all lost. And it almost shut out. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And so, are there are there still some? You know, unfortunately, Ryan lost in in Ohio. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, but it could have been so much worse. But more importantly, the DeSantis victory. He won by like nineteen points. The DeSantis victory is going to be the biggest thorn in Trump's side for the next two years. Uh, because it's now going to be about DeSantis and Trump scratching it out. Mm-hmm. And in a, in a way, it it actually has helped us get rid of Trump. Yeah. It, it, I mean, I think, do you think that? Or? I think, well, A, two years is a long time, considering yes. how many court cases are against Trump. Trump maybe yes, exactly. most likely is going to be a non-factor. Sure. By the time it, it, it needs time, like he can announce he can run, but you know it's going to be tough to run a campaign from prison. Yeah. Um, you know, so he's got two years of court cases. Oh, there's going to be so much to, fighting between them. He, 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 you know, and then to also to mount a campaign at. You know, Trump's almost 80 years old himself. He's only a year younger than, than Biden. And, and he's really, really showing his age. So I think the stress of, you know, I mean, when you're stealing classified documents and selling them to Saudi Arabia and, you know, the January 6th, you know, prosecution moves on, I think there's definitely going to be some issues uh, for Trump. He's got a lot to contend with. And, um, and even people were saying on Fox News this morning, we have a Trump problem because this dude is not going away. Nope. And he's like going to really be a bad rash. behind. Yep. And DeSantis really isn't the ointment. He's not going to be a consensus uh-uh. maker himself. Yeah. Yep. He is a whiny, sniveling yes. shit. Exactly. Yes. That is also got an image problem. And just because the wackos in Florida voted him in, does not mean the whole country is going to buy in, and so exactly. I it's going to be interesting. The only you know Florida's pain maybe our gain is that I think a really really ugly Democratic or Republican primary mm-hmm. with these fools maybe what we need exactly certainly and, 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 talk about That's no exactly and, and you yeah. And you said exactly, exactly right, Jenny. Florida's pain is our gain. 
That is so, that's, that's almost how I feel. And I'm almost uh, ashamed to say it out loud, but we have, hey, uh, because I have family that live in Florida. Unfortunately, Florida's pain hey, I mean, is I our mean, game. I, I'm yes. so sorry for him. If you, if you, yes. if you overwhelmingly, after he led the state and mm-hmm. led the world in deaths per capita to COVID, yep. mm-hmm. and he's a COVID denier and a COVID wacko mm-hmm. and a vax hole, if you want that as your governor, sure. When you were a, if you, if Florida was a country, it would be top five in the world in per capita deaths. I think it's actually in the top one or two or three. Like it, 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 it runs with Texas and a couple other mouth breather states as being one of the deadliest places to live. If you're going to continue to vote for that, the people have spoken, and um, Florida is they they deserve it. They deserve it. If you're going to vote that shit in, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So listen, we're going to wind up our show, and uh, thank you so much for getting me up. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded bad, but anyway, yeah, uh, I know. yeah, I know. Uh, but but uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, good morning to you, and uh, yes. We will we will wrap this up. I will play yeah. some music and. Um, oh, first tell us where you're going to be in the next week. Well, besides the show, um, yeah, I pretty much have got work obligations and probably going to be pretty low key. I have no yes. major events coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have my gaming event. We, we're taking November off. It's just okay. such a weird short month and sure. Thanksgiving and all that. You really mm-hmm. can't have a November is the worst month to have entertainment events in um, yeah. because it's such a weird holiday month, but we are going to be back on December 9th oh, at the excellent. same place we were last time. So our next okay. event is going to be Friday, December 9th. That's sure. already locked in and um, I'm excited to have to be back with that. And mm-hmm. it's going to, I'll have more details coming up pretty in the next few weeks. Um, but I do have that to look forward to. Plus, we got the holidays. Yeah, we'll probably we'll probably have a tamale show. Maybe we'll do yeah, a, exactly a one-off tamale <laughs> making show. Maybe we'll play we'll play uh, two queer Juliet Childs or something. And, yes, you know, there's, there's so, no telling so, what kind of antics will happen. So 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 let's let's just absorb Bobert lost. Oh. I mean, I mean, for me, that in itself is. It, it, it and I, I don't, you know, I know we are all looking for half glass full kind of things, but that in itself just gives me so much inspiration for democracy that a republic, a heavily Republican district, voted out, which means that MTG could lose next time, you know, and so you know they are scared now and they're going to have this nervous grin, uh, you know, and that. Uh, this was the best case scenario that we could have expected. So thank everyone for watching us on Coffee and Pondusa. We'll see you next week. This was a short show, uh, but we uh, stay tuned uh, here in just a, a couple seconds. We're going to go live with Jenny's show, Two Queers in a Truck, and we'll see you next week on Coffee and Pondusa. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> next up, thanks for watching to our Coffee and Pondusa. Next up is two queers in a truck. Stay tuned.